All right, and welcome back to the final John Woo of our four set of John Woo movies. We're going to end on 2017's Manhunt, the action thriller that clocks in an hour 49, but seems like it could almost be an eternity. Released November 23rd in 2017 in Hong Kong, and the plot is, after being framed for a heinous crime, a Chinese pharmaceutical lawyer said no movie synopsis ever until now. Isn't it usually just a lawyer, but this is very specific. Very the specific. pharmaceutical lawyer mm-hmm. very joins forces with a quick-witted Japanese detective in order to foil an ominous corporate plot. Do they join forces? Yeah. I Did you not watch the movie? <laughs> yeah. I watched this thing, and I did not like my choice in movies at that point in time. So we're going to welcome back our uh, other co-host this time. And if you haven't noticed, the recordings of these are a little out of order, where my bro does half, and then Jake's doing the other half. So I'm the only one who's watched all four of these John Woo movies (laughs) in the order we meant to do them. So, Jake, Uh have you ever seen Paycheck? I... The name sounds familiar, but I don't recall watching it. I might have seen Ben it. Affleck, uh, Uma Thurman. Ooh, that does ring a bell. It's essentially like a Total Recall movie. Okay, where he has to like remember things to save. Okay, you know what? It's neither here nor there. Okay, and we've briefly talked about Broken Arrow. Uh huh. Of the four of these we've done, that's probably my favorite. Okay, Face Off can suck it. Paycheck can yeah. just be erased from existence okay and this movie i may be starting to understand the issues that people have with the john woo movie imdb has this rated at a 5.2 out of 10 IndieWire three out of five and rotten tomatoes has it sitting at a 69 percent which i think that is a very generous percentage for what this movie is i think it should be lower i've seen worse movies that i've enjoyed more than this I mean, yeah. Okay. I I agree. I agree with where you're coming from, but at the same time, I feel like, like that's neither here nor there. Like that's personal preference. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I've been that's there true. too. It's like, yeah, I I like worse movies more, but it's because they're campy or I like something particular about them. It's not because I'm just rating it as a movie. As a movie, I would say, yeah, movie movie wise, it would be less than this. I feel like this has some merits, and I did try to uh, write down um, positives with this because, like you said, <laughs> I mean, there's quite a few negatives, but, I mean, at the same time, I feel like it was worth acknowledging the pos- some of the positives that were in this. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. So, yeah. Um, just real quick, I'm looking at, like, one of these movie posters for it, and I don't know if this was for, like, the international release or what, but, you know, like... When you put like your thumbs together to make like a bird shape, oh yeah, we're gonna do uh like a shadow puppet. Yeah, this poster kind of has that going on, but there's the hands are handcuffed, so it's like two different people oh. referring to the movie, and there's a goddamn dove above it, so it's like a double bird image, bird on bird, <laughs> bird on bird action <laughs> in this poster, <laughs> and it's just ridiculously stupid. Oh, Up front, I usually watch anything with subtitles. And I didn't think this was going to be a problem, but then I realized, oh yeah, they're speaking a different language. I have to read and then try to watch the action. So that is difficult sometimes. So I was I was having the same exact thought when you were like, oh, this is subtitle. I was like, fine mm-hmm. with me. I enjoy subtitles. Like, yes, it requires a different process for watching the movie and reading the uh, subtitles. But like, once I get in the groove, I don't even notice. I rather enjoy it. Um, this movie in particular, I found to be a pretty big struggle, um, mainly because I'm fine with reading subtitles, but the changing from Chinese to Japanese, and then throwing in English that was still subtitled, I had a problem because it would always have to reference what type of language they were saying. So then yeah. it'd be Jap- speaking Japanese, speaking Chinese, and then the the dialogue, and I was like, by the time I read through it, like I was, it was changing because they're having normal conversations. Yeah. So it's like I was lagging behind and 
then I was like exhausted because I'm like, oh, this is just so much. Why are they jumping around so much? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was one thing too. Like uh, I watched this a couple times and- I can't believe you watched this twice. Well- End credit to end credit. And the reason I did was- wow. I, I did. And, and the reason wow. I did was because the first time was such a struggle. I felt like I was just like schlogging through it. And so I, I felt like it was worth a second- watch maybe i should have watched it first with like more paying attention to the the subtitles and then taking notes and then done a second watch of just watching it to watch it and i did essentially the opposite so like the oh. first one was watch it just to watch it i made i was making just mental notes uh -huh. and my second was to just uh write stuff down so my 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 first one was going to do both. It was, you know, it's going to be like face off. I was going to watch it. I was going to take notes as I went. You know, it's going to be easy. And as soon as I started watching, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to watch it cuz I can't do anything else. Like it's just so much. Um and with the second watch for me personally, it it got better. I wouldn't okay. say it was good, but it got better. Okay. It got better for it you. It got better. Uh, I am not even going to try to attempt to say the names of the actors in this because I can barely speak <laughs> as it is. So I'm not even going to try to butcher their names. That seems disrespectful. But one point is that one website has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people for the screenplay. Ooh. And another website only has two. Huh. And they're crediting John Woo as director and writer. And... This is based off a book which has been remade in the which was made in the seventies. So this is essentially a remake of a modern, movie based off a book. Right, a modern adaptation. Okay. I guess. So I'm kinda curious to know if the book or if the original movie had this many different genres crammed into it. Right. Because part of me feels like this was John Woo's last movie and i don't know that i haven't seen anything on imdb that he's got anything cooking or slated to come out and he just shoved everything that he's ever liked or genre into this one movie and it makes it hard to watch because it's just so ev everywhere it's everywhere and nowhere all at the same time yeah yeah i agree i felt like he was trying to do too much because as far as i know he's not dead so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I did when I started watching this, I was curious. I was like, okay, like this has a lot of elements of face off, like a lot going on. I'm kind of confused why things are happening throughout the entire movie. We had talked about how this was a hearkening back to his earlier work. So I had looked up his top, his top movies mm -hmm. and they're all, they're not all. Yeah, they are. They're all foreign films. Yeah. Given that he's Chinese. Part, yeah. Um the other thing too is that the vast majority of them starred Chowing Look Fat. Hmm. Which, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, great movie. So in my mind, I feel like those are worth a watch to mm -hmm. see if see how different they are in terms of how and they're also very old compared to this too. I mean, like I think one of them was in 78 in the 80s you know mm -hmm. so these are old films and how he's changed over the years you know and i could see that as an artist like you're progressing like you started out doing something maybe it was really good and you should have maybe kept doing that even though it's boring but then as an artist maybe you want to evolve and change i don't know it's hard to say well there's one thing that's always been like the john woo like quote unquote staple of his films are the birds and i'm going to jump right does. to the freaking birds in this movie oh, of yeah they are do there's a car chase going on yeah and this mo movie purposely has this car avoid a cliff to do a u-turn in this like weird i don't even know what this is off the side of the cliff but it's essentially like a shed kind of full of birds yeah that they run the car into, birds everywhere, and at one point, our main character is on the ground, and the cop has the gun pointed at him, and a slow-mo bird flies in between him, and that is his moment to be able to kick the gun away and escape, and it's just like, Well, not only that, why? so 
so exactly, yeah, we have the dove that blocks the view, their gaze at each other. Their gaze. That, that allows the <laughs> pharmaceutical lawyer to kick the detective to the ground and his gun flies. And as the detective is being uh, kicked to the ground, another dove flies and the, the detective happens to just lock on the bird and fa- track it through the sky, which allows his head to avoid a rock. Oh, god! You remember that? I saw yeah, that. I was maybe like, I might have missed that. I was like, "Wow! Like, why did why why was that there?" Yeah. I see what I see what he did, but I'm also like, "Whoa! Come on, man!" The like, choices that are made, I again confound me because we the argument before is like, "Well, he's doing these like ama- these American films, and so right maybe he's just being experimental." But then you go back and you watch like this is his the last movie he's made so far, and like, wow, like. That stuff, even from the 90s and early 2000s, like, it is still here. Right. Like, why? Like, what is the deal with birds? What's the deal (sighs) with the slow-mo and the close-ups of faces and then closer up of the eyes and the music? The music choices. And the dialogue choices. Okay, and we talked about before, like, his writing style and... If he wrote a majority of this, I now understand what the complaint kind of is because some right. of this I'm just like, what are we talking about? Like why why would why would why would this be in a movie? Nobody ever talks like that. Literally nobody ever well, talks like that. Like you know, a movie's a hyper mm, a hyper reality of sure. real life. I mean sure. how often do you run into doves? Well, I, in terms of dialogue, how often does a child after a traumatic event speak the way that child spoke? To that detective <laughs> that whole scene is just like oh, okay. come on that's yeah. so out of left field like <sighs> okay well so this movie is about a pharmaceutical lawyer or you could swap this out and this is mr kimball from fugitive <laughs> and you'd probably none be none be the wiser about it he okay we're introduced to our characters at a pharmaceutical gathering because the head guy of this company is going to let a step down and let his son take over. Right. Uh, the real only reason I'm talking about this is because this movie again has to have things happen to have our movie, right. which do not seem organic right. for it to happen. So our pharmaceutical lawyer kind of gets praised because he's really good at his job and he's going to be leaving the company. Right. Is he leaving the company he or is he just like, okay, he's leaving the company. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, Apparently, a plot point we've got to remember that he's leaving the company. So there is this woman at this party who, I guess, was asked to keep him co- the lawyer company this tonight. Every yeah, night. I I think the, my understanding was yeah that the president asked her to persuade him to stay via physical activities. Okay, so she leaves and go to his house, but the son notices this and gets jealous. The lawyer ends up walking around with this other lady who her husband killed himself. It made made to look like a suicide. Killed himself years ago over because he worked for the same company. Oh right. man, this is hard to explain. Yep. For the same company, knew some information. The lawyer like harassed him about something. So she's kind of talking to him about it. This was years ago, so now they're talking. He ends up going to his house and then it cuts. And then he wakes up and the woman that was there to like seduce him or do whatever. Yep is dead with a single stab wound. Yep. So he, does he call the cops on himself because he's a lawyer? Uh, or did the, because the maid walked in, hey, maid, you got to start so, walking, you got to knock on doors or something. I don't well, know. Well, for one, too, the timing, it was like, I mean, maybe that's normal for her to just like be there. I don't know, in my mind, like, you check to see know. if his car's there, maybe. Like, I don't know. Right. It seemed like you'd have I, some kind of deal going on. To right. Know you would think he's normally cleaners, don't. or maybe she always cleans. Um, the other thing, too, is if she's always there and, you know, during normal times when he's there, why is she freaking out so much? Like, granted, like, it looks not good, but at the same time, like, she's so confident that he murdered her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's no blood anywhere in the yeah. bed at all. Oh, not a single drop was. of blood. There was no blood there. Which was brought up in the movie, which is good because as you're seeing stuff and the maid is freaking out and she goes and runs and grabs the cops is my take because I feel like he called somebody else. He called like another lawyer and was like, oh man, something's messed up. 
and then all of a sudden the the how the uh housekeeper's back mm-hmm. with the cops like all the cops yeah clearly so, set up this we're like what 10 minutes in this movie yeah and we're into a whodunit yeah so the cops are gonna arrest him but there's already so much media and stuff on the outside of the house that they're gonna take him to the back explain this scene to me okay okay so they're walking him out and apparently this police chief is He's crooked. He's crooked. He's bought off by the pharmaceutical company. Because of he's on a special drug that the pharmaceutical... Hey, yep. guess what? Yep. Uh, drugs made by a pharmaceutical company are a big plot in this movie. So they're walking him out. The, he looks at the lawyer and says, now is the time for you to leave. Okay, so, so what so, was going to happen here? So you have to go before this. So like you have to make the setup. So like you're saying, there were going to leave uh-huh and they're going to take him out the back to avoid the media uh-huh and that makes sense you know I sure. Get that. sure um a big t- the, a big shot pharmaceutical lawyer like the media's there right away right they you know need i the guess. Safe face for the sure well exactly Wh- same, same reason why the entire police force was well, there immediately it's damn near celebrity level and i was like wait why oh, and it, it, that's neither here nor there they just need a reason to get him out the back door right maybe to I mean, do whatever they're going to try to do. So was there a plot to like, you know, you can go now, but they're going to pin it as an escape and then just shoot him? Because it comes back later. Like, if you just kill him right away, we wouldn't be in this having this mess right now. You bring up a lot of good questions. And <laughs> my thought was, who is this film marketed towards? Being- Anybody who's seen Fugitive, a superhero movie maybe a fast and furious movie well i was just thinking country-wise like granted this is released oh. all over the all over the world but oh. the fact that it's starring chinese and japanese actors or in the movie that's who it's focusing yeah. on in my mind this is geared towards an asian audience and so then yeah, i don't I agree know with that. i don't know how they operate over there in terms of celebrity in terms of media you know what I mean? Yeah, we're kind of at a disadvantage for sure of not knowing how it works over there, like with right. the marketing and like just the film industry in general. Right. But yeah, and maybe that's why there's some English sprinkled through this was to get like the well, American audience. But again, like I know I it's mean, foreign, so I was kind of surprised there's English in it. But that's, I mean, which that's may kinda, or may not have been dubbed. I'm not 100% sure. No, uh, what's her face? Dawn, the one female assassin, she's 100% American. Okay. You, right. Did you notice she had zero Asian accent at all? It was plain English. Okay. No. You didn't notice that? I, yeah. I noticed that. Versus okay. all the other actors, they're definitely, you know, Chinese, Japanese, wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 100% Asian, and English is their second language because all of them have heavy accents when they speak English. You almost okay. need subtitles to understand. Well, that's why I was surprised there's English. And like, again, you're asked the question, who is this for? It's like, I, why is there English? Well, in here? we've already got two different languages. Right. Why do we need to have a third well, that's it's because randomly that's, in there? That's how like foreign films are. Okay. It, in my understanding, my basic, basic understanding <laughs> is that um, foreign films, yeah. when it comes to something that's high, like a large production, I mean, you look at American television, American music, it's all over the world in countries that English is the second language and they're they're able to pick it up. Um and then you look at Asia too. Literally English is taught to everybody as a standard. So it's yeah. just like the integration of being able to understand English. They're already marketing it that sort of that was my Okay. Like taking. All right. Um, well, then let's backtrack to when he's getting arrested. Okay, yeah. The yeah. The, ex- the, so, the escape. Yeah, so the escape. So they bring him out the back. So the cop is definitely crooked. He's been instructed to kill the lawyer. Mm-hmm. And his take is, we're going to have a justified killing. And so we're going to say that the lawyer grabbed for his partner's gun. He, you know. Didn't he? Aren't they going to frame it as he got the gun, actually killed this other cop? No, no. He was going to. Oh. He was He was attempting to, therefore, oh. because he grabbed for the gun. Which, which, again, like you said. Why would the cop proclaim, oh, you should run now? It's like, well, you're not trying to get him to escape. You're trying to kill him. Why would you tell him to like, oh, you can escape now. Run now while you can. Like, yeah, that's why I'm saying. Like, It's so weird. This is the point. I mean, we're so early in this movie, and it's already feel like it's changed what it wants to be like two or three times. And then we're introduced to this weird, he's very like, he knows like he didn't do it, but like he seems like he's willing to go and do like the whole 
legal process. And then all of a sudden we get this escape. And I think the only reason he actually runs is because they tell him now is the time to run. And I think he's only running because he knows he's going to be killed by this right. cop. And yeah. it's not... So we have this weird, like, he is not running because he knows he's innocent and his whole goal is to prove his innocence. He is now on the run because he knows the cops are after him and they want him dead for a reason. So now he knows for sure, like, well, I've got nothing to do with it, but I, like, it's... Well, not only this, but he's already been um, accused of crimes previously, and that was introduced with the intro. Remember with the female assassins? Like, he he just happened... Due to happenstance, he was oh, at like, the cafe when they were doing a I job. I can't believe I then, forgot that part. Oh, my God. No, no, wait. No, no I, you're right. I'm no, wrong. No, no I'm he wrong. Was, he was there, but wh- what he was accused of was with the, uh, the guy who killed, the scientist allegedly that killed, killed himself. himself. Yeah, for harassing him. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, oh, yeah. Again, it's so confusing. There's so okay. many things, so many um, elements. We got Okay, our introduction to our lawyer friend here is he's walking down this street, and the way this movie is cuts is like, it comes to a dead stop freeze frame, and then it like jumps forward in time to where he's now in a different spot. As like the credits are going through, I'm like this just it's 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 a it's an awkward move yeah. for the movie, but he goes into this establishment to get a drink, and there's two females that are working there, and one of them's like really trying to get like the other one to be like, hey, you gotta get this guy out. Yeah, he needs to leave. So like these mob guys show up, and they start giving attitude, and then he the lawyer kind of steps and is like, hey, I'm a lawyer. Like if you guys need help, and the lady's like, no, no, you gotta leave. Come to find out, they're there to merc these mob guys. Yep. Like that's their that's job. The contract, like, they're they're yeah. hired as uh, assassins. So we're introduced. I kid you not. In the first couple of minutes of this movie, too, two female assassins and our main character come to find out they all cross paths again later because they have to. But then we get introduced like this big old party on this roof for this pharmaceutical company. <sighs> then did the murder, and then we're all of a sudden into chase scenes. Yeah. And we're introduced to this, we'll call him the good cop, this smart cop or whatever they called him in this <laughs> synopsis here. And he doesn't believe that he did it because, okay. Well, he trusts his guts like any good detective. Well. It doesn't matter what the okay. evidence says. His gut tells him something different. Why is it this is a point in the movie that he has to have a partner? Does he, she do anything to allow yeah. him to accomplish goals? Not not per se of him accomplishing goals within his his realm of being a detective and like a really good detective okay. blah blah blah. I think her entire role is to showcase that he is less of a robot and he has humanity because she brings there's in other emotion ways to show that. and then sure there's other ways but I feel like that's that was her entire point well, he was, was to me- showcase that he, yeah. he he has feelings. He's he has human. He has empathy. You know, he identifies with you know, what she's going through, and that helps him become more of a well-rounded human and more accepting and understanding. That was my take. Yeah, but see, he even when he's by himself, like he flat out tells the lawyer, like I'm pretty sure you're innocent. Like, right. Let's work together on this. But of course, the lawyer doesn't want to because like you guys have already tried to kill me. like Right, and arrest me multiple times. Yeah, like, I'm not going to trust you. And he, the you know, we have to spend time of, like, this is almost Lethal Weapon-esque or any other plot or any other, like, cop movie or show of, like, the guy who's been there for a while wants to work alone, prefers it, all of a sudden has to have a partner, and then the dynamics change. Yep. He is just kind of, like, verbally abusive to her in some cases and, like, demeaning and... She just really doesn't do much in the grand scheme of the plot. Absolutely agree. And so it's like I mean, we're just throwing in an extra character to have someone like right. it, it's just, just be a, there. it's just another element that's being thrown in that's yeah, not I don't necessary. Like it. I agree. I agree. But I feel like they were that's what they were reaching towards, you know. With things that were like a stretch, I felt like having uh so many characters introduced in such for me in such a weird way was also a stretch it was like why why does this movie need so many characters that we need to have like sort of a backstory to ish like for me it 
that's why I had to watch it twice is because the first time was like, oh, like I kind of understand what they were going for. I kind of understand like yeah. what was happening afterwards. Um, so then the second watch was like, oh, this makes so much more sense when you're watching it. Like, so real talk though, uh-huh. if this was a straight up English speaking movie, do you think you'd have had to watch it twice? Yeah. Really? No. No. No, I would say a major component was subtitles. It, yeah, that was a problem. For, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we were on another problem. Like, it's hard to read it. And, and watch the and, movie and, and comprehend up, like, what's going on. Yep, yep. Which is sounds weird when you say, yeah, I watch subtitles all the time with my English movies. But I don't know. It's just easier to, I don't know. Right. No, I, it, I agree It's a weird you. thing. If it was in English, I'd just be like, this is a trash movie. Like, yeah. so poorly done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, going off here, too many characters. I, I am going to... This is so fugitive with Harrison Ford-esque to me. Okay. And when you bring up the characters is Harrison Ford is our main guy escaping. Uh-huh. This is our lawyer escaping. We've got a manhunt on our hands in both of these movies, and you've got, was it the Marshals and Fugitive cops in this one? The, where these movies really diverges, all of a sudden manhunt the movie gets way too inflated with like, all of a sudden, the wife of the guy who allegedly committed suicide is all of a sudden a major character. All of a sudden, you've got right. an assassination squad who's all of a sudden hanging around. Fugitive keeps it fairly contained of like, we've got a best friend who ends up turning out to be the bad guy. We've got, oh, is it Julianne Moore is in this? As like, she's there, but she's not doing like a real central role in this. Like, that movie is very contained enough of like, we've got the characters we need of like, the guys who rent out the apartment to him. They're there for a right. couple of scenes and we move on. This right. movie keeps everybody around. And then we're introduced yeah. to, uh, was it the people that live on the street? Who are these people that he has eventually oh, runs into? Like, yeah. The, 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 the pharmaceutical homeless, yeah, the har- pharmaceutical the like company. Old, like yeah. it, it's essentially like, like the, uh, I, I took it as like a bunch of re- retirees. Like they were all retirement <laughs> age people. They're all elderly. Well, there was, there's a lot, there's young people there too. There were some. But there's a lot of old people. Yeah. And they were homeless, but they didn't look homeless to me. They were Japanese homeless, I guess. Because they're sure. they're in Japan. Sure. And because the lawyer's Chinese. That was I, so so I, let's go I, back. Let's I don't stitch know. on this. I don't know these the, the cultures well enough to know like why, if anything, this is a big deal. Right. But I mean, that was my take on it, is is this is all foreign stuff to us. Like this is not something we we're aware of. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is how it's done. So then it helped me like accept sure. it more. Um, another thing too, like to sort of jump back is um, I was confused by the Japanese, Chinese, English. And what I figured out with my second watching, because I'm real dumb, is, um, <laughs> no. is uh, you know, and, and I guess that's the other thing too, is it, to have an understanding of, sure, these are all Asian countries, but all the languages are so different that nobody can actually understand anybody else. Like, <laughs> Japanese and yeah. Chinese are different enough, and Korean too, and they're all literally touching each other. Can I guess what you're going to say, why they have different languages? Is sure. it so they could speak and have someone in the room not understand what's being said? Because that was my theory halfway through. Like, <sighs> oh, the reason they're switching is because now all of a sudden there's somebody here who they're kind of like trying to keep out of the loop. But I think if I went back and rewatched, like, no, no, that's not right. Like, I, I would. They just randomly with swapped yeah. with the two speaking for a reason that I don't understand. Well, my 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 take was is that the whole premise behind this movie is this lawyer is the best. It doesn't matter where he's from; he just happens to be from China, and he's working for this Japanese company, and it's just because. They want the best, and he's he's okay. the best at what he does. That's what they want. They're well, he's got secrets too. That is also kind right. of it, this is woven in there. Like he knows things, which makes sense. I mean, lawyers lawyer, have to know things, but he, yeah. but like, and and again, like he 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 knows like the super basic like intro Japanese. Yeah, but the reason why English is in this is because that's the one language everybody understands. All right. Because English is a second language for China and for Japan, and that's the one they can actually communicate with each other because they don't know each other's languages. Yeah, but there's times where like the cop and the lawyer were speaking one or the other to each other. They weren't always speaking English to each other. That's they, what I'm they, saying. I they think, did they did majority uh, in English. And it was jarring. 
It well, was, the assassin, the two was, assassins did it too. Like all of a sudden, they jump into English and like, but you guys right. were just speaking fine to each other. Like, well, that was, not, I don't know. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, it just seems but, it's but awkward to so, me. That makes sense too because it's sort of the same thing of like he's Chinese, they're Japanese, and so like in the cafe, I think that's where they sort of jump to English right away was to sort of cement that like you're Japanese, I'm Chinese. We don't really know the languages enough. We're not fluent. Okay. We can do basic communication, but the one language we do share is English, so we have to speak in that. But right. like you said, I mean, it was it was done in such a way that one one of the like most problematic areas for me was the dance scene, which was super early in the mor- in the movie, mm-hmm. and it was jumping around with languages all over the place. Yeah, there'd be. You know, they they'd greet each other in Japanese or Chinese, and then they would jump to English mm-hmm. for some reason. And I'm not saying like it's guess, it's wrong no. for this movie because even in, with American films, like you'll have Spanish, you'll have whatever right. else like creep into these. But I guess my framework is, yeah, if all of a sudden you've got a bunch of white guys around and there's a bunch of you know Spanish speaking people around, odds are. The other guy probably doesn't know Spanish, so you can speak Spanish and say things that, and that's kind of a joke, even with True. sitcoms here. Like, you you say stuff mean right. and like a nice and smile about it, and the guy thinks you're being nice, while you're right. emailing, calling him an asshole, right? And like, but with Manhunt, like it just swaps that's, back and forth, and there's a really there's yeah. no joke to it. It's yeah, just, they're not they're not yeah. using it in that matter for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's it's different. So this go you know going back to like this whole thing of it it wants to be so many different things and the cop and the lawyer get handcuffed together a couple times, which is one too many. Buddy, buddy, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's just some really unbelievable things. Well, the one is the one scene where um, when they handcuff each other together and the detective throws the hand key, handcuff key away. Why, why would he ever do this? This lawyer has never showcased that he's a pickpocket. Oh, are we talking about the time like the, the cop crashes them? Is that, in that like they're in the forest? Because this is okay. <laughs> oh my God, this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when they're running, when they're running from the the yeah. um from the motor assassins, the motorcycle assassins. Okay, so right? yeah, so figure this out. Oh my God. Okay, we're gonna call her wife. This is the wife of the guy who committed suicide. Right. She is now approaching him because she wants to get information from him not exactly sure of her reasoning for being in this movie um i'm not sure either when she was introduced yeah at the dance club i was i didn't know why she was there yeah clearly he was like very focused knew who she was she was very focused on him again why don't know um do i mean no we we do know because i mean essentially the plot of the movie is the pharmaceutical company is the focus and she was a major part of that as her husband was the missing link chemist behind the formula that they want, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, she is there and she's still a part of the company, apparently, because this this dance party was put on by the pharmaceutical company and she was there. I think she just snuck in to talk to him for some reason because she knew maybe he was leaving. I don't know. That's either here nor there. I don't. I, I missed why if there's a good reason for her to be in this movie or not. Anyways. He is lawyer is on the run. No, no, it's very good reason why she was there. Uh, she had to be there. Give him a an alibi. Yeah, the alibi. Not only that, uh, but also that uh, once right. she found her husband's secret formula, like they could get together and and combat the pharmaceutical company. I I guess it's so convolutedly. Yeah, it's muddy. Anyways, it's <laughs> so lawyers on the run. <laughs> Train station runs. He runs through this tunnel, ends up at this construction site. Explain to me why he falls in cement, and then then oh, proceeds to no, like no, climb no. up this let's, beam. Let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. So, so, you know, I'm down with that chase scene. Okay. Up until he jumps into the subway and outruns clearly, the train. Clearly, the train is about to run him over. We see it. He jumps yeah. down. The train is right there. You think he's going to roll across? Scene, yeah. Well, I was thinking yeah. he was just going to jump out of the way like they normally do when a train yeah. is that close. You just get off to the side, boom, the train is blocking, you you have your getaway. No, for some reason, they keep having shots where the next shot, he's farther away. The next shot, he's farther away. He's outrunning the train. Yeah. 
And it goes through this station with that. It's a subway train. It's a it's a subway train. But still, anyways, yeah, he does outrun this train. Special, super special. He well, he's training for the well, Olympics. To go with that too. It's like with the with the uh, jet ski scene. Yeah, um, I'm down with that. Like the jet ski scene, like cool buzzing around. One thing, apparently, he's a trick jet ski rider because he jumps, he ramps off of a boat over the detective. How does that happen? Okay. Free Willy know, style. Let that go. Yeah, Free Willy style. Again, the detective just tracks him through the sky. So um, another thing, uh-huh. how how <laughs> does this lawyer all yeah. of a sudden turn into parkour? He literally climbs climbs off the detective when he's on the jet ski oh, and jumps uh, onto the bridge and free climbs up this bridge. Conservatively, that, that bridge from? seems really low, and and sure it's low, but and, how, how how often do people free climb without feet? Well, every time on a bridge, every after time you've done, every time I go to the lake and there's a bridge nearby, I try to say, hmm, <laughs> if I get on this guy's boat and or a jet ski and they drive me close enough, can I jump to the, you know, grab, grab something the lip and go and go, yeah, and then climb well, all the way up? Coincidence too is it's a parade for this pharmaceutical company too that he yes. is all of a sudden running through, and it's like. What? How? Why? What? what? Yeah. How? Of all the bridges in all the world, you magically are able to climb up this one after miraculously getting away in a jet ski chase, and you're running through a parade that your boss is in. Okay. Anyways, but before that, is this is that not when he tries to get climb up this like steel beam after going in the cement. And I'm oh, like, you're what are right. you like? What are you doing? No, like you just had around this train. Yep. You're all of a sudden this construction site. Why you're trying are to blend you going in. up the beam? How uh, does that make any sense? The company's partner are like looking around and he like falls into the cement. They're both, both of these teams are like, they stole clothes there, the hard hat, whatever. He falls into the cement and like she sees him and like wants to help him. Cause it's right. some poor dude who fell in cement. I'm like, right. no, this dumbass is trying to escape walking up. A steel beam to, I'm assuming, just a roof. You are underground. Yeah. But okay. And then he falls into the cement, and she's, like, cleaning him off. And then we get this weird, like, eye shots of one another. And I'll give you this. Right. This eye shot of the lawyer as he's getting rinsed off, and he's looking up, and water is just running over his eye, and he's not blinking like, my God, this hurts. Like, he is, like, steady gaze. Pretty good shot. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but then 100%. they both, you know, yeah. the cop realizes, oh, that's who we're looking for, and mm-hmm. the lawyer's like, oh shit, they're looking for me, and then we have yeah. this weird standoff, and that is not how nail gun works. He's got, oh, he it's pull- not. I, well, so they're at a construction site. He's got a battery powered nail gun, and he puts it up to uh, the lady's head, you know, leverage. Mm-hmm. And the cop's like, you don't have the guts to do it. And he pulls the trigger away from her face and it goes off. I'm like, no, like you have to press this, like that gun down to e- pull the trigger to it eject out. Like it just, you just can't pull the trigger of a nail. Right. Unless you, that. unless you take off safety guards of it. Right. And I'm like, pretty sure they did it. Construction they like, Maybe, yeah, but I don't know. They but, have all that safety stuff going on. No. But like, no. if you're legit wanting to kill this lady, like you're going to have to put that. And put Press pressure on her, her head. Yeah, 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 and pull the trigger. Like you're not For just sure. hitting a button from inches away, and it's gonna. Well, you, movie you, magic. You also bring up a very good point. It's like, okay, this this guy is trying to escape. Clearly, he's trying to leave. Um, again, why is he going up when clearly these cops just walk straight in on the level that he just left to go up? For some reason, there's clearly they, like. Wait, did they follow him down the tracks? Or did they go no, a different no, way they, in? They, they went in the from the street entrance. Okay, yeah. So they made a comment. Yeah, so like, I don't know. She's what, like, "Why are we going here?" And the detective's like, "Oh, this is a stop. This is from where the subway. Yeah, I, this is he might be here. Let's look around." It's just like of all the choices that are made for this guy to escape, like all of a sudden, like he makes the this worst stupid decisions. mistake. Yeah. Like, well, we've just been told like this guy can do things, and then he's like, "No, I'm going to climb up this beam and risk it all." Yeah. Then we get to the jet ski chase, and it's after this. He goes to a train station and the wife picks him up and drives off. We have a mystery door at the house that's locked. Come to find out, it's just mannequins that are wearing their wedding clothes. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if that's weird, some weird traditional thing. Okay, I shouldn't say it weird. I don't know if it's a tradition 
in some places to do that or if it was just her personal choice to have this locked room of like memorabilia of their wedding and him. I'm fine with that because this place is a horse ranch. It's huge. It's gorgeous. Whatever. In movies, sometimes we have to get a flashback of what's going on or, you know, get information of a character's past. Uh, not this movie. She takes him to a wedding. Yeah. To explain her pain and what happened to her husband. Yeah. What? Right. What? Okay. And then that's when the assassins show up on motorcycles wearing all oh, black. Yeah. And you're like, God damn. You unknowingly put this whole wedding party in danger. Yep. They're all shooting. For reasons. Yeah. There's like an entire crowd like, let's get back up. You know, <sighs> we, we for some reason, as assassins, we use discretion normally and like stealth. I would think. No, we're going to bring 20 of all dressed in black, all on motorcycles, all like at the same time. One entry point. We're not going to try to use like a surrounding tactic. No, we're going to all just like move as a herd or something. This is the ah. second attempt on him, right? With the assassins. I think we got our yeah. events confused. They're they're posted up fake as a fake taco truck. Oh, that's right. And oh, oh yeah the 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 Melody Cafe Melody or whatever it was. Sure. The, the riverfront. Yeah. Because of the boat. Yeah. The, before the, the that's jet how ski. He gets on a jet ski. Yeah. Okay. So he was going to meet with his lawyer friend. And because he's like, That's oh yeah, dude, okay. yeah, it took me a while too. Um, apparently I think it was like, watch you get it. Aoki, um, sure. I think was his name, and uh, he was like, oh yeah, man, I don't think you did it. And then, yeah, like you say, the the sniper set up at the taco truck that has a perfect line of sight, and then well, this also, is the this is the she this is the girl's assassin who. She liked from connection. the start, and so connection. she has a really hard time pulling the trigger. Because they talked about old movies. Oh, and they're too long. Old movies are too oh, long. Too yeah, they long. bonded over old movies, and yeah. he, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so instead of killing him because her assassin friend's like, pull the trigger, like, yeah, do it already. She kills the lawyer. Right. Yeah. And then the other assassin steps in and tries to take. Yep. Our lawyer character had like, wait, yep. you just took out somebody who is just there. Innocent bystander. What? And then again, yep. they're just full on shootout. And again, as a sniper rifle, I get you're posing as a taco truck kind of smart, but also that is not covering any noise. Even with a suppressor. Right. You still hear it. And you're having yeah. collateral damage shooting across the river into this restaurant, essentially. Yeah. So he dies out the windows, and then we have our jet ski chase, and I forget why. Or how the cop knows where he's at, but he's there. And right? then we have his jet ski. I, I don't remember again. either, but somehow the cop is, yeah, shows up. The snipers are like, oh, cop. Uh, yeah. all of a sudden, like, know. a plainclothes guy that's, like, running looks like a cop, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he's just wearing a suit. He could be a businessman. But, I don't know. Are there, but, are there suits you can buy that differentiate you between a businessman and a cop? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah, it's Google, probably the price tag. Google a <laughs> cop suit please well it's based on the the income level are we talking actual oh, like know, salary uh, of a cop you know versus, uh, versus it's uh, a, a dirty cop it's fair dirty. enough or a detective i guess he's more of a detective so it's fine yeah they've got to dress nice oh for sure so that's where we're at um um but when i when i saw that sniper uh scene it was definitely like okay why didn't this happen in face off clearly when you shoot the wrong person you can keep shooting but then I thought, oh, it wasn't the same person shooting. Her partner had to step in and do all the shooting. So speaking of face-off, we have a boat chase. Now we've got jet ski yes. chase. Do yes. you have a preference on which one did it better? Uh, I like the uh, jet ski more. It was more believable. I don't all know right. about you, but and jet skis are a lot easier to run to than yeah. boats. That's fair. Yeah, that's face-off works because you got to... A, a Nick Cage hanging off the side of the boat. Yeah. Water skiing with oh, his feet. Oh, that was great. I mean, yeah, you yeah. get... Gripping you, that anchor chain. Yeah, yes. you get that as opposed to yes. these two separately doing their thing. I just... This movie... So, yeah, we get to the uh, this murder wedding. <laughs> They're driving away in a car, and the cop purposely wrecks them. Like, they flip. Yeah. This car flips, and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to help you, dum-dums. And they're like... Well, time out, dude. You literally just flipped this car. We're probably lucky to be alive. Yeah. And we're running from assassins. So they have time to get 
handcuffed together. And this is where they go walking into the woods. I'm like, dude, you guys don't have time for this shit. Right. You got motorcycles behind you. And they have a heart to heart. And he's like, the lawyer's like, tell tell the cop I was with you that right. night. Like, I couldn't. I, You're my alibi. Yeah. I wasn't there. And the cop's like, that's fine. I believe you weren't there. Like, there's, oh. <laughs> it just reminds me. This is, he pretty much knows he's innocent. But he's just trying to understand, like, prove it mm-hmm. for the most part. This scene of them going over the evidence of the house. I loved he, it. Oh, okay. I loved it. How did you love this scene? I was so confused because is he's talking about it, right? Of why things are wrong. But his partner is there and she's like They're both there. Well, they're no, they're both there, but like in their minds. As he's talking about it, she is like the lady who is now getting murdered, and he's the one doing the murdering. But like when it comes like towards the end of it, like she's acting like she was legit choked. Yeah, yeah. I am super confused so, of what went on. 100%, 100%. Um, I thought it was well done. Did they reenact it maybe a little too much? Or well, is this in their that's brain? the thing. I feel like... Oh, is it your imagination? Well, take it, what you want about this scene? Exactly. No, exactly. no, yeah. no. Uh-huh. Because like you say, if you take it for what it is, it's it's it doesn't make any sense. For one, it, the, it starts off with the detective telling his uh, girl partner, hey, you are due now. You're you're the lawyer now. You know, you think like the lawyer, you feel like the lawyer. So why in this reenactment is she thinking like the girl that got murdered in the in the bed? That right there, boom. Opposite of what he said. That makes no sense. And then the detective yeah. is playing the lawyer, aka not the lawyer, because it's not the lawyer that killed, it's a mystery person. And now why is that happening? Um, I don't know. But I felt like it was done in a fun way where it was enjoyable to watch, even though it didn't make any sense. It was like a black and white noiry kind of. Yeah, I felt like it was shot pretty well, um, visually speaking. Super I, thought, I thought it was, yes, it was completely confusing, made no sense. But from just a visual <laughs> standpoint, I thought it was very enjoyable. Another thing, I don't know if you caught this, I saw it on my second watch. When they're doing the reenactment and he's going to act like, because they know it's, she got stabbed post-mortem. There's mm-hmm. no blood. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that makes, that does make sense. All right. Um, You know, going to stab her in the chest, going right hand. The, left hand. Well, yes, he, he yeah, finds oh, yeah. out his left hand. Did you notice he's doing Michael Jackson glove? He didn't have a gloved hand on his right, but for some reason on his left hand was a white glove. Well, isn't that just a normal, like, if you're going through and you're going to touch things, you put on a glove as a cop? Sure, but why just one hand? Uh, and then why is it white? Like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> At I least that's know. what I thought when I what, saw there, that. Were there rhinestones on it? No. Then it's not a Michael Jackson glove. He was getting ready to put the rhinestone on Well, <laughs> I mean, if it was black, we'd argue it was O.J. Simpson, which that is might true. have been. Yeah, but OJ know. had the black glove, the leather glove. This exactly. is a white cotton glove. Okay. That's why I um, thought MJ. <laughs> uh, yeah, this scene is just super confusing because yeah. we one thing that this movie neglects to explain is he gets the lawyer gets knocked out from behind yeah. and placed into his bed. Yeah. He doesn't act like he's got a headache. He doesn't right. have a cut. He's not bleeding. Right. And he's on a red or a white pillowcase. I'm like, I would think the way he got hit, this didn't look like it was a gentle knockout. Well, in in might the, have a confusion uh, here. Yeah, in the in the playback, he got hit with a stone that required the the killer to have two hands on it to hit him in the back of the head. See, th- and this is you get so dicey with this, like you run the risk of killing this guy right off, and then you're yeah. all right. Struck him right in the back of the neck. So Are the you big serious? the big plot point is the head pharmaceutical guy's son is jealous that this woman went to the house. He follows her there and basically accuses her of like, oh, you're just here because you'll do anything my dad says, but you need me for the drugs that you're addicted to, which my company makes. So they have this struggle. He ends up strangling her with his tie, places, and then he calls the cop. Yes. Hey, I did this. So the cop shows up, up, cleans everything up, puts her in the bed, and then stabs her. But no one knows when he's supposed to come home. He's a surprise. Right. right. So when he comes home, the easiest the cop knocks him out. Well, it's not it's not the son, it's the cop, right? 
Correct. So the cop knocks him out and then leaves. Yes. But also also collected evidence is leverage. So that he cuz he cuz later on in the movie he plays for the president of the pharmaceutical company the voicemail that the son left him come help me oh, out. He also yeah. uh showed some other evidence that he had of like I've got you by the balls give me pay me out is what he was wanting. Um so the cop was using this all for leverage of like this is how I can set myself up. I'm going to benefit the company because we're taking out this lawyer that was going to leave anyways, set him up, take care of him. So plus they, I'm going to have dirt on this pharmaceutical company. So there was no plan to actually take out the lawyer before he left, correct? He is just now a victim of circumstance because the My, guy went off the rails, killed the girl in his place, and now they're just going to set him up for it to try to get the son off the hook. My understanding was that was the plan all along. I mean, that's my take on We're it. We're coming at this from two different ideas, huh? Yes. I took it as he came there, got jealous that she was there, killed her in rage, and is like, oh, shit, what do I do? Which would have been easy. And this is where it gets murky. It's like, it would have been just as easy to clean all that up and leave with her instead of putting her in the bed. So right. that's why I'm like, I don't understand the setup. Like, you no, had no. time to clean, like, just get rid of the body. Right. So that's why, in my mind, that was, was the plan setup all along is because, oh, look at this. This is serendipitous. We want to take care of the lawyer for some reason, even though he's just leaving and we're worried he's going to say something. Or he's going to bring a secret. It's so weird. And it's like, oh, we can take care of him in the process, like two birds with one stone. And that was my understanding because, like, it's funny watching two it two times, ones. it's just like it's murky, oh, right? It is murky, but it makes more sense with it being like deliberate. But see, then it goes back to why wouldn't I mean, you could have framed this a couple of different ways of like, okay, so you arrest the guy, but then you're gonna like make it try to look like he escaped and then shoot him. It's like, well, then just kill him at night. Like, you've got no witnesses, make it exactly. look like a murder suicide, but you've yes. already fucked up because 100%. there's no blood in the bed from her. So, like, your plan's already shit. It's already doesn't make sense. Hundred percent. Like she was strangled. Like you, you gotta, you gotta hang her from the ceiling now. At this point, you gotta do something well, to, to make it all add up. Like well, the, the second you stab her, and there's no blood. Like, well, as a cop, you should be like, well, shit. Right. What am I gonna do now? Well, then in my mind, like you're saying, it's like okay. Then clearly they were banking on the setup. Like he was set up. It looks like he killed her accidentally. I guess. And then, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it starts to unravel know. because then you know. realize, like, he's actually got an alibi for, like, the, right. the times are like, you, that's why I feel like it wasn't planned out because they've got no way to explain, like, well, he can easily say he wasn't there because there's actual video footage right. time stamped of where he was when we're thinking the murder happened. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. It's, it is very, like, it, it unravels in the actually, first 10 minutes of, of this film, which well, is sad. Yeah, yeah. It had potential. And so one thing I would say about one of the uh, pros of this is that uh, some of the shots, like sort of landscape shots, are absolutely beautiful. I think they are done very well. I felt like yeah. they weren't necessary for the film plot-wise. But at the same time, like visually, I'm watching a movie. I want to see something that looks good. And they were shot very well. Unfortunately, yeah. I wish the plot itself, like you said, was tighter because it it's confusing. It's chaotic from the get-go, um, but done in such a way that's just confusing and doesn't make any sense. And then come to find out the bigger second plot of this movie is the pharmaceutical company that the lawyer happens to find out because he ends up going to this. He's in, getting chased. He goes to this, I don't know what, I'm going to call it a camp of people who are homeless or whatever. Right. And come to find out the pharmaceutical company goes there and, you know, takes people away to experiment on them. Right. And they're essentially almost making a super soldier serum. Yes. And you're like, whoa, we're doing what now? Right. This is a what movie? It's yeah. a secret super soldier movie. Okay. Right. What are we talking about? Again. Right. Come to find out these uh, assassins are taking some kind of drug from the pharmaceutical company. The main assassin who kind of has a crush on the lawyer was like experimented on by the main pharmaceutical guy and is a hired assassin now. 
and come to find out like they veil it as like father daughter relationship, but it's not. It's she calls him that because she was adopted, but also experimented on. So she's a super soldier and the guy who ended up killing himself, like had the right formula to make it stable. Well, I guess. And then it just goes off the rails again. So, Uh so you're talking about the assassins, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they're apparently sisters. I'm going to say orphaned. I'm going to say they're not biological sisters. I mean, I, I think would, ass- raised I would assume that too, because literally the one is speaking fluent English and the other one is broken English. So, oh boy, I mean, I it just know. is what it is. Like the one is plain as day. Subtitles are not like she sounds like an American. The other one clearly in eight in um, English is her second language person. All right, I, you have a dead- better ear than I do. I don't know. Really? Okay. I don't know. I again, I'm trying to watch this and read the subtitles and kind of take notes. Like I pause this a new a bunch of times and rewind. I'm like, wait, did I really just see that or hear that? And we're doing what now in this movie? Like, right. we go from fugitive I, I get you. to a get chase you. movie to honestly, like it, it is almost like a sad rom com when we get to this, like talking about her wedding. And then it turns into an assassination movie, and then yeah. it turns into another chase movie, and then it's an assassination movie, and it's a prison movie, and then it's a, uh, we're done. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this roller coaster has way too many loops. It does. I'm going to throw up. And the transitions are just weird. They, they're, well, yeah. They're essentially cuts in my mind. They're not really transitions at all. Yeah. It's it, just like, we're doing this now, and then we're doing this now, it, and then we're doing this now. Again, the choices are mind-boggling. So basically what it comes down to is he needs to go back into this pharmaceutical company. Instead of killing him, they experiment on him super soldier style. He becomes a badass. Uh, Him and the cop defeat everybody. The son tries to take the serum to to get the upper hand. He gets killed. Everybody gets killed except for the lawyer, the good good cop, his partner, uh, the wife, and... We end this, I breeze over it so quickly because you have to watch this movie to fully get an understanding of like what we're talking about. Like it literally jumped from so many different things that sometimes it's hard to know like uh, yeah, as motives and reasoning for what is happening. Yes. As you're speaking, I'm trying to recap in my mind. I'm like, yeah, it sounds right, but I feel like we're missing something because, well, yeah, or maybe not. Maybe that's exactly right, and I'm just thinking about it wrong, or my memory well, is all messed up. It's literally like bits and pieces of dialogue yeah. to get us to like a set piece, and then it's the set piece, and then it's little things that get us to the next set piece. You're like, right? But you've changed the tone and yes. what the focus and mission of the movie is yes. five times by now that I don't know what's going on or why I should care. For for me, like it strikes me as. A college student, or not even a college student, oh, but boy. but but it, this strikes me as an amateur trying to find their voice, trying to find their path, uh, because right. they're yeah. jumping around trying so many things, which I totally get. Um, again, like so, uh, one thing that really stood out to me was the music. Oh my with, god, like, the music, the of jazzy, this movie. the jazzy uh, choice. Yeah. Why for fight scenes and action scenes? Like it, I didn't understand. It's borderline lovey dovey. Like yeah, yeah. these guys are punching each other in the face. Yeah, but it's like romantic jazz yeah, while they're like, like fighting. What? I'm like, are they gonna kiss? Yeah. And now they're handcuffed. Yeah. Interesting choices here, folks. Yeah, and like you're saying too, like the the slow mo choices, the stills, the weird eye thing when he when he was like walking from the subway or whatever. All of a sudden, like. He's walking down the sidewalk, and you think everybody's staring at him because, like, there's a bunch of eyes, just a collage of eyes. But then the shots of the people he's walking by, it's just normal people, just maybe a glance. I don't know if that was to convey, like, he thinks people are watching him. I don't don't know. But again, I feel like it was like an amateur trying to figure out how to, like, communicate with the audience in such weird, like, ways that, that you're just, I don't know. The whole time I'm just like, okay, just, like, trying to figure it out or just, like, I like all these things, so I'm going to use them yeah. all. Yeah. So just real quick with the ending, this movie ends with the lawyer and the wife getting on a train, and they're kind of making it sound like they're kind of into each other now. Right. Which is fine. Right. The lawyer never had, wasn't married for all we know, but 
she's kind of forgiven him or whatever her plight was. I, I'm still not exactly sure what her she, she why did, she shows up anyway. But, right, but she did yeah. blame the lawyer for like the stress. Like she That's was true. like, "Oh, my husband killed himself because uh, the lawyer hounded him and yeah. drove him to suicide." So when, apparently, they're all good and they're they're leaving on right. a train, and the cop and his partner are there. The lawyer and the cop shake hands, and there's a joke about them not being handcuffed and actually properly introduce themselves. The lawyer gets on the train with the girl, and it it pauses on the cop, like looking at him and laughing, like, "Oh, like I made a friend. Like this was a great wild buddy buddy cop." That's the other yeah, thing this cop. tries to hit on is totally. like a buddy cop. I'm not gonna say comedy, but whatever, Ish, because yeah. maybe it wants to it wants yeah. to dip a toe into that well, but the weird it's laughing. not gonna commit. Yeah, yeah. So it freeze frames on him, like laughing, and I'm like, okay. I fully expected credits to roll for a second and then fade to black. No, we get this weird of shot of the train going away and they're walk the cop and the partner are walking on the tracks towards each other and he makes she has some question, he makes some style remark about not getting married or something kind of weird and I'm like, "Oh, and then it just ends." I'm like, "Dude, you ended this movie 10 seconds ago. That's where that movie ended." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this weird like yeah. Condescending remark to this woman again. Again. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Yep. Ho- yep. Hold yep. on. Yep. yep. I, I honestly kind of forgot about the ending because, like you said, it was like still just like, what is happening and why were these choices made? And who was like, this is a good idea. We should do this. Well, when it, it, it just all makes no when sense. When it pauses, you get the impression like, oh, we might have like another, another movie on our hands. Yeah. For some reason, this lawyer and the cop are partnered up again. Yeah. How or why? I won't. No one understand, but right. it leaves us like, hey, we're buddies now. Yeah. Next, wait till our next adventure. Like, but right. you we're guys are gonna... so not, you weren't together for majority of this movie. Right. But okie dokie. And now I all just, of a sudden we're friends. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, Jake, <laughs> it's been fun again to talk about a John Woo movie that. John Woo. Never, yeah. ne- this is first time watching it, first and last time. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the last two times for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, sucker. Uh, I just want to leave everybody with this bit of wisdom. The paradox is that the evidence is too perfect. Yeah, that's from this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. There was uh, a quote that I wanted to, yeah, that I wrote down that I really I loved. I pause it and I, I went back and was like, wait, this is during the, the reenactment scene. Oh, really? Where he's like, he explains like, yeah, he's like, the paradox is that the evidence is too perfect. I'm like, wait, oh, what? Man. Oh, I get it. We're a brainiac. Well, he's he's the, isn't that his whole shtick is that he's like the renegade, like awesome uh, detective. His shtick is that and that he's super sweaty during this whole movie. <laughs> There's a fight scene between him and the lawyer and like, he looks like he just walked out of a sauna. Yeah. And the lawyer guy's <laughs> like... Why are you breaking a sweat, bro? Like that was nothing. They're like, okay, what is? <laughs> wipe this guy down and then do the the close up shot because man, he looks like a bead of sweat. No, I, I do remember his seeing signs. Like, yeah, oh boy. yep, yep, just completely sauna faced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I will quote from one of the female assassins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this is from, um, oh, this is from the beginning, and I caught it on my second watch. Okay, when they're introducing um, all the lawyer and the two assassin. Okay, yep. yeah. So this is this is just after the two uh, assassin ladies took out the entire mob, and they were walking away from the cafe. Uh-huh. And the one that the uh, the assassin that uh, is into the lawyer yeah. looks back. She remembers. Oh, the lawyer is going to grab the movie. And he's gonna come back to the cafe, and we just, you know, murdered, murdered everybody yeah. and left. Um, the uh, the the other one, Dawn, she goes, "Just watch out. Sometimes movies, movie talk is just a come on." I she's told, like, I exactly. Sometimes movie talk is just a come on. Yep, she's like sure. trying to protect her her sister from like this lawyer that is just like trying to give her an old movie that he randomly has in his vehicle. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Again, just like a quote, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good movie. The paradox is that <laughs> talking about old movies is a come on. Damn it, Watch dude. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. For Movie Rewrite, we're out. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
It's your town. Again. I'm right-handed. Today, you're left-handed. I can't kill someone. Just shoot the feet. I'll get the rest.